0: and welcome back to the Morning Moxie show. I'm Alicia Sharp, your host. And today we have the third part of Louis Giglio's message about seven supernatural thoughts. And I encourage you to check out the entire message found at the bottom um, with a YouTube link because I'm going to finish my part of this today, but it's not the complete message. So check out the rest of it and I hope you enjoy Louis Giglio. The third thought, my life has purpose. I mean, you you would think that we're past that, right? I mean, we're grown, a lot of us that are at church today. You would think I'm beyond that. I've somehow moved down the road from that. Of course I have purpose. I work at XYZ company or I am a parent of XYZ children or I sit on the board of this and that organization. Of course I have purpose. I'm, I'm a cog in the wheel, but that's not the kind of purpose we're talking about. We're talking about the purpose that goes back to the last word in that sentence. I, I am fearfully and wonderfully made made things have purpose. Made things imply a maker. And when you imply a maker, you imply that there was a reason why I set the process in motion uh, to deliver the result of the thing that I have created. And so as we began to back up into the truth of who God is and to plant correctly into our minds, I have a purpose. My life matters and has purpose. We know this because we are made. And we understand, as we've said many times at Passion City Church, I am not random. I am not accidental. I am not incidental. And I'm not expendable. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Which means... There is an assignment for me on planet Earth and a reason for me to breathe the air of God's creation. And there is a lane for me to run in and something for me to do. There is a cause for which I was born and there is something noble about my contribution to this planet called Earth. I have a purpose. We know that that purpose is wrapped in in, in, in the Imago Dei. If I bear his image, then my purpose must be connected to reflecting his glory. And so for the good of people, for that greater common good and for the glory of God, I'm gonna find my lane and I'm gonna live my life like it matters because I know that I have purpose. I'm planting that thought in my garden and I am tilling it and watering it and cultivating it and let God expound on it. I'm letting the word reinforce it. I am letting the word completely and utterly transform and do a metamorphosis in my thinking so that I do not think like the pattern of the world, but I now am transformed with a renewed mind that I can prove what the will of God is, that it's good and perfect and pleasing, this will of God, and that I can move forward in the life that he's dreaming about for me. The fourth thought I want to encourage us to plant in the garden of our minds is this thought. The cross has the final word. I I want you to say it with me. I don't know where you are right now. If you're sitting out in public somewhere, just let people think you're crazy. Um, I want you to say that with me right now. The cross has the final word. You've got to plant that thought in your mind. Because when you plant that thought in your mind, you will be agreeing with God's declaration of victory over your life. That's where the victory was won. In the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, that is the victory. And so without planting that thought in your mind and letting it take root, that the cross has the final word, you're, you, you may circle around the airport called victory, but you're never going to land the plane. You're never going to pull up to the gate. You're never going to get out and walk in the fullness and the freedom of what God has done for you. The cross has the final word. It has the final word about God, and it has the final word about you. See, the first word about God that we see in Scripture was what got planted in the mines in literally the garden of Eden. And Adam and Eve, literally in the garden, got planted in the garden of their minds. God isn't good and God isn't trustworthy and God doesn't want to give you the best. But the cross got the final word. God is good and God is trustworthy. And left with the option of living without you or living with you, he'll come for you not to get something from you, but to give everything to you. So the cross has the final word about God, but it also has the final word about you, that you are a person of great worth to God. Greater love has no man than this, that he would lay down his life for his friend. This is Paul setting up in Romans chapter 5, this reality that this is how God demonstrates his love for us that while we were still sinners Christ died for us in other words the cross is followed by nothing Jesus has the final say and he speaks to who you are how god feels about you he speaks to how you move through understand that i'm fallen and broken and i don't know how to put everything back together he speaks to the pathway to forgiveness to the pathway to mercy and he speaks to you today and tells you how much god cares about you how much he loves you and how much he longs for you you know i believe that you would probably agree with me that the vast majority of destructive seeds of thought and thinking that are planted into our minds could be captured in the categories of unlovely, unwanted, and worthless. I mean, is there a thought in your life that Is springing up. Has something taken root in your life that you just can't seem to to get it out of the equation? But when you trace it back through circumstance, situation, relationships, season of life, it traces back to just not good enough. It traces back to just not lovely enough, not wanted enough, not worthy enough. The seed was planted, nothing jettisoned and uprooted it. It's like an oak now in the middle of your thinking. And though there are little plants around it and some pansies have been planted on the side and some begonias over here, the oak in the middle that's still hogging all the nourishment and dictating the narrative is just wasn't good enough. Just didn't matter enough. Just didn't measure up enough to them or to God. And he's saying, no, you need to plant a new thought in your garden today. And here's the thought, the cross gets the final word. The cross gets to define your worth once and for all. Nurture that thought, till that ground, water that reality and let it grow up in your mind until it is the structure by which you organize every other thought in your life, a couple more quickly. Number five, and you got to plant this thought. What a thought though. I serve at the pleasure of the king. Kind of weird language, I know, unless you've watched a lot of political dramas on Netflix or TV in your life, and you know that phrase pops up occasionally, I serve at the pleasure of the queen, or I serve at the pleasure of the president, or I serve at the pleasure of this position, but this is me and this is you, because that transformational work of the cross put us in a whole new story. Around Passion City Church, we are, we, we've got this in the rebar, in the cement foundation of everything we are as a people, that we're a chosen race, we're a royal priesthood, we're a holy nation and we're a people for God's own possession coming out of Peter. And then that next phrase says, so that we may declare the praises of him who called us out of darkness and into his marvelous light. I want you to plant in your mind when you wake up in the morning and lay down at night, I serve at the pleasure of the King. That's what his grace did for me. Brought me from death to life. And you know what I do now? I serve at the pleasure of the king. That's what his grace did for me. Got me out of my grave and into brand new life. And you know what I do with the brand new life? I serve at the pleasure of the king. The way I say for me is like this. I am dispatched by the spirit on kingdom assignments to be light in a darkened world so that others can see Jesus. That's my day today, and that's going to be my day tomorrow. I'm planting that thought in the garden of my mind. That was Louis Giglio, and you can find that on YouTube if you search under Seven Supernatural Thoughts, Louis Giglio. You can also find out more information at louisgiglio.com. I hope that you have a fabulous day today and that you know how much God loves you and that you can live a 320 life more than you can imagine.